Oh my God. Why do, why do I feel like even with this new camera thing, you've got a new camera thing. What is this thing called? They put on your computer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Create for No Reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life. All right, Kate, last week we had uh, Quantel. He was on the show last week, and I'm wondering if you did the challenge. Did you do the challenge? (laughs) Yes, yes, I did. What was it? Uh, it was that we would we would look at something or someone and we would tell ourselves a little story about that person. So remember we were talking to, he talked about the, marshmallow. the marshmallow. Yeah, the marshmallow that ate the fingers and toes. And so, I mean, I, I made it really simple of looking at my dog uh, and then doing a story about the dog. Um, I thought we had to look at an object. No, you could do an object. You could do a person even, we said. You could just look at a person. That you don't know, like so. Then you're able to tell that story, and put that stuff together. You didn't. You didn't do it. Well, I get. You know what? I could say I kind of did it, but not okay. really because I didn't name it. But that this is cheating. I'm gonna tell you it's cheating because when he said it, right when he said it, he said to look at something that day, right? Like when we were recording, I looked at. I'll show you. Oh, well, we're on Zoom. People that are listening aren't going to see it. I looked at this, my pink highlighter. <laughs> I looked at my pink highlighter. I looked at my pink highlighter and it turned into like a person. I was like, oh, that's my thing. It's like a little person, <laughs> like a little stick figure. It's so great. Um, I didn't name it, though. So it's kind of cheating because I. Well, maybe didn't... you should. Maybe you should name. Is it a her? Oh, that's a good question. Yes. Yes. You're looking at her now. You know, I guess I guess she does look like a she. <laughs> uh, a pink highlighter. Well, there you go, uh, Quintel. Uh, Kate had a psychosis, and now she's seeing pink highlighters become people. Become people. I mean, it would yeah, be, because really I have, great. I actually do. I have, like, a blue one right next to it, so it's like they could do their own little, like, it could be their like own their little own little what? Their own little story their own little story oh pink and blue see (laughs) now they're in a relationship (laughs) and they just need so they just need names that's all all right i'll think of that all right that sounds good what are you uh what are you working on how's the book the book is coming along so yeah, it's coming along. I'm writing. You know what? I, I liked that what you said the other day. I forget. I think this was, well, you had a writing workshop. So in during your workshop, I think you said it there when you talked about, you tell people you're writing, even if you just sit there and you're not really writing because you don't, it's not coming. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that has so happened to me. I have been writing though, and it is going well. I feel like every time I sit down and write, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a thing. That's how I feel. You know how, like, we always talk about, is this anything? I feel like it's something and it's coming together and I feel good about it. And I 
think it's going to take a longer time than I thought, but it's cool because the ideas that I have in the book, I feel like they're morphing every time I step away from it and then come back, I gain a little bit more clarity around it. And so it's been fun. And Sean did his first create for no reason writing workshop that was so much fun. And I had a blast doing it. And then the next day I actually, or not the next day, I think it was a couple of days later when I was writing, I kind of took some things that I learned from the writing workshop and I didn't even mean to do it, but I wrote it in the book. That's what I had texted you. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Well, I love that. I love that you're, you're, <clears throat> you're dedicating the time. I don't always do that. I know that when I do, I write, I write, I'm, I am creative in some kind of way, but just dedicating the time and the space, this is the time to write. And if you're not going to write during that time, then you sit there on your duff because you know, it's the time to write. So then it's a thing. It's always a thing. It's always a thing. So if you're going to create, if you're going to make stuff, if you're going to start a business, if you're going to say you're going to spend the time, uh, just dedicate it. Who, Who are we talking to today? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm very excited because we're, we're going to have our new friend Sarah on today. We met Sarah on clubhouse and the new app. For those that don't know, we met her in, we've been doing, Sean and I have been doing these create for no reason inspired rooms on clubhouse. And Sarah was one of the people that was in the room and she is a creative entrepreneur. She is the owner of Jackson Rose candles and she's an intuitive healer who helps clients overcome challenges caused by energetic imbalance, which is so cool. Um, so she um, uses like energy work and to to kind of like help release the blocks. And so she's really cool. And we had a fun time meeting her and chatting with her. And I said, hey, you should come on the show and talk about energy and healing and sh- and and chakras and what that means for creativity and Boom. We're going to have her on. We're going to talk about chakras and we're going to turn Kate into a hippie. Are you ready? (laughs) All right, let's get her. Hello. Hi, how are you guys? Oh, right on. Hi. How are you? Oh my gosh. You have such a magical room back behind you. Okay. So this is my daughter's room. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had to find, she's not here right now. So I had to find a quiet place in the house to be away from everyone else. And I was like, okay, let's just go in here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. She has all the vibes in her room. So I hang out in here sometimes anyway. All the vibes. That is so cute. That's her words anyway. I love what, how old is she? She's 11. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you see the swing though? I'm like, I wish I had that when I was 11. I was just going to say, yeah. how come I wasn't, I didn't have that when I was a kid. Like I that know. would have made it's my amazing. whole world. Definitely. I sit in it all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. So fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. This is so fun. And I didn't realize it was going to be a zoom. So even better, we get to see each other, right? Yep. Get ex- Yeah. Well, so we met Sarah it, on Clubhouse. Oh, so, right on! Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah Sarah was in our was in our a uh, fun create for no reason inspired room. Yeah, and that was cool. That was just a lucky find, right? <laughs> uh, 
Isn't it so fun that that app has been so fun to connect with some really interesting people. Definitely. I agree. I have all these invitations though, and I can't give them out to anybody for all I try. It's so weird. (laughs) Will they not accept them or nobody wants them? You know, I think there's just a lot of people that don't really understand what it is. And, and I get, cause I didn't really know. And I had a friend who was on it and just immediately obsessed with it. And she's like, you need to do this. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what it is, but I'll give it a shot. Cause I'll try anything, you know? And so, yeah, I think most people just don't know what it is yet, but I keep telling them you got to do this now before anybody else is, you know, yeah. it's getting big. How's so, it, has it been really helpful for you? Uh, I guess, I guess creatively and community wise and everything else. I, like I've talked to some people that see it as, uh, what's the right way to say, what's the right way to put it, uh, kind of navel gazing esque. So like yeah. you get into the room and the room's like, Hey, uh, follow me and I'll tell you how to get followers or I'm sure. rich and I'll tell you how to be rich if you give me some Bitcoin and some of that yeah. like grandiose type of stuff. But what, for what sure. has it been like for you? So, I mean, I definitely see that, but I think you can filter through it. You know, I mean, there's always going to be that everywhere. Um, And I think it's pretty easy to filter through, like based on who you follow and all that. I love to find the rooms that aren't that big, right? Like if there's like 200 people in a room, I'm not going in there unless somebody amazing is speaking that I just want to hear them because um, I think what's so great about it is being able to interact like we did, right? Because that's when the relationships are actually or the connections are actually forged. And so um, it has been great. I haven't used it a ton. Um, I might hop on like a couple times a week or, um, you know, maybe a little bit more, but I've just thought it's really inspiring to see what people are talking about and all the different perspectives. And I really think it's cool. Yeah. I I keep telling people uh, the closest description, this is the one that resonates with me, is that it feels like uh, late night freshman college dorm rooms. <laughs> That's a good analogy. When there's like, there's 30 of you all in there talking about life yeah. or what's going on or whatever's right. happening. And yeah, um, and because they're impromptu or they feel impromptu, even yeah. if it's scheduled and you come in, you have no idea what's going to come up yeah. and what you're going to be talking about. So it's, well, it's you cool have no too. idea. You have no idea who's going to be in the room. Right. Like that's yeah. what I think is so exciting. There is a little bit of, FOMO in the sense of because it's not recorded, there are certain people that have been on there. Like when they were saying Elon Musk is going to be speaking. Like I know a lot of even I'm thinking of Langston Hughes poems and I'm thinking of some shorter Nikki Giovanni and Maya Angelou poems. They just felt accessible to me as I was learning English. But I also think now having a good grasp of the English language, I still will often turn to poetry for that like heavy emotional connection. I don't know, something about it just really captivates me. I don't know if it's because it's so descriptive, if it's because the writer has boiled down so much shit into just, you know, a few stanzas and so it just punches. Um, But I also have a lot of friends who are like, I just don't understand poetry and I don't get how they can't understand poetry because to me, when I read it, it's, it's like, it's a language of the heart. It's a language of emotion. It tells I mean, it's historical. It's like it's everything in in less than a page. And I just find it incredibly powerful. Uh, I think it's, yeah. How do you, so it's so funny when you say that because I, I feel like I'm talking to two people who totally get it. You get the writing process. You, you live it, you breathe it. Like you, it's everything. And I am more one of those people that are like, 
I don't, not that I don't get it or understand. I want to so much more than I do. And so I'm exploring it. But I think a lot of people, like you said, you feel like this, that that it's accessible where I feel like most people don't think it is accessible, right? Like even when we talk about writing and, and we'll talk about your right to heal workshop, but I feel like writing is such a great way to get out all your matchmaker. Um, type. Yeah, I go on and I just look for whom Sarah's in and I'm like, oh my gosh, starstruck. Just go. There. I get to listen to a normal, really smart person. There you go. Yeah. So Sarah, tell us about, yeah. I'm so fascinated. I was so excited to meet you because I'm, I love the work that you do Thank and you. you are an intuitive healer and you help your clients with the challenges of energetic imbalances and yeah. like, you said we were going to, we were talking about what, what are we going to talk about on the show? And and you were talking about like, I can talk about like energy centers and like chakras. And I'm like in done, let's do it. Nice. Like, this is all really cool stuff, especially when we talk about creativity, because a lot of, yeah. a lot of things that, that come up for creativity is like when people think I'm not creative or I don't have that skill, but I love this idea that you kind of help people work through some of that stuff. So sure. tell us what you do, how you help yeah. your clients. Definitely. So, um, so in a couple of different directions, um, I guess I could go with this, but I mean, overall, I'm in typical creative format. Like I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. Right. (laughs) But I know who I am (laughs) and what's working right now. Um, so, um, there's kind of two sides to it. Like one, I I'm a creative entrepreneur as well. Um, we didn't dig too much into that, but I own a candle company. Um, and so more on the classic creative expression side, right? Like actually making something. Um, and that taught me a ton about not only just how I move through the creative process, um, but how vast it really is, right? Because people typically think, and this is, I think, where the I'm not creative comes from, even though we all know that's not true because everyone is. We're actually, as human beings, hardwired to be that way. So no one can really say that. But um you know, going through that process of, you know, making things and whatnot, and then actually turning it into into a business really flex that creative brain of mine in a whole new direction, right? Because anybody who's an entrepreneur, whether they are, you know, making a product or a service or whatever it is, just the nature of being an entrepreneur means you are thinking very creatively and outside of the box all the time right? You have to be. Um, so I feel like my, my evolution of my own creativity has, has really, um, you know, grown in a big way, just even through, through my own business on the flip side of that, you know, working with people on the energy side as an energy worker. Um, so I kind of, um, my, my business led me into that as well in terms of uh, working with my own energy and creative uh, balance and imbalance and so to speak. Um, and then it, I thought, you know, I really want to help other people with this. This is really valuable. Um, I could see like, you know, bigger implications of, of where that could go and how helpful that could be for people on an individual level, because people very often feel stuck in their lives, right? the type of work that you do, how does it, I mean, this gets way into it really quickly, but how does it get them, get them, uh, unstuck? Um, and do you do, 
Uh, so now I'm just all over the place. Do you do? No, no, do go you, for it. It's fine. You do? Do you do Reiki? Is that the yeah. type of energy work that you do? Okay, cool. It cool, is. Cool. Yeah, that's the modality that I use. Even though there are others for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and Reiki is a is a really great. Um, it's just one of them, right? But that's the way that that's what I like to use. Um, and you really can use the universal life force energy to mm-hmm. unstick, so to speak. Just just restoring the balance flow. Um, so if we want to jump into that and think about like where creativity lives in the body, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, this might be a great segue into that. Well, um, I would, I would love to hear, hear that. And, and from a standpoint of like, you know, like when I explain it to my dad, who's like traditional sure. old school mustache firefighter <laughs> guy, and I'm like, come on, you're yeah. like, you were a hippie back in the day. As soon as I start talking about energy flow and blockage and stuff he's like okay shut down yeah yeah he's like so i'm gonna lay on a table and you're gonna do what so i I know yeah i'm totally curious like how do you explain it to people well everything is energy right i mean everything really is everything around us whether it's um an animate or inanimate object it is it has an energetic vibration to it um and so you can um use reiki for example to channel, essentially you're a channel for that universal energy, um, to bring balance to, let's say the person that you're working with right in there. So typically the way you do that is by focusing on the chakras. So there are more than seven, but we each have, um, seven main energy chakras in our body. Wait, (laughs) so I have to, I have to find out how many chakras are there. If we're only going to talk about, if we're only going to talk about seven, how many, how many are there total? Well, you have, I actually, I can't answer that. I don't, there are so many because there's, there's just tiny energy points all over your body. Right? I got you. I totally know. I got but what you're saying. We, yeah, but the main seven, um, so we don't necessarily have to go through every single one, but basically number one starts at your root, which is at the base of your spine. And then it works up the center of your body, like through your heart, all the way up to number seven, which is your crown. And that's in the top of your head. Mm-hmm. So each energy center on its own, like governs a variety of like physical, emotional, and spiritual energies. So when you feel different um, symptoms, let's say of dis-ease, so to speak, um, you know, you might go to a different chakra to help heal that. Um, for an example, like your fifth chakra is your throat chakra. Mm-hmm. So that's going to govern physically like your neck, your shoulders, this area of the body. Um, also your voice, obviously, but even a little bit deeper than that, also your ability to be authentic and speak your truth. Oh. Um, and it just seems, and that's very fitting that it's right above your heart, right? So it's like your heart has to be in a good place for you to be able to then you know, speak your truth and all of that. So that's, you know, just an example of why it's so important to keep all of that in balance. Is that, so hopefully, is that uh, no, that totally makes sense. I love that you talked about the vibration and the energy. It reminds me of, yeah. uh, uh, I, I listen to Alan Watts like every day anyways, but he'll talk a lot about the the vibration of everything. It's everything. It's constantly, mm-hmm. and he'll make that sound like the, yeah, 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 yeah. It goes everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or everything's, or it's true though, just, you know, I mean, everything is made out of like molecules and atoms and they're always bouncing off of each other. Right. Yep. Yeah. So yep. everything has its own energetic frequency. Well, so, so where, you, um, your create, where is the, yeah, that's, where does that's, your creativity live? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Everywhere. So 
Creativity, um, well, kind of, but the, but it does actually have have an area. Um, so all of our innermost desires and yearnings and and all of that both creative and sexual, live in your second chakra, your sacral chakra, which is the one right above your root, um, kind of below your belly button. So that's known as your sacral chakra. So that's where all of that is held. And if you think about it, it makes sense, especially if you, especially in terms of women, because this is the womb space as well. But even for men, this is the literally the place of creation right? So this is where, when you are feeling stuck in any situation, this is where in the body you want to focus your attention and your energy. And often when we're feeling stuck, this is where we're going to notice some symptoms of that too. Um, You know, you might have physical pain in that area, digestive issues, back pain. You might be experiencing um, more emotional, like fear or depression, um, Or you might just feel, you know, gosh, I just feel like I'm in a creative rut. I'm stuck. I don't know. I have no ideas. My imagination's gone. Um, Those are all things to tell you, okay, we need to focus on that. Focus on that sacral chakra, right? And how do you like release the energy from that? (laughs) Yeah. So that's really, so that's a great question. Well, um, so obviously it's important to tap into that, right? Oh no. Do we clap? <laughs> so you know where to edit it? Oh. oh, there you go. Okay, sorry. I don't know what's happening today. I know this is like the weirdest episode, okay. but I actually do know what's happening, you guys. This is total, we're in Mercury retrograde again, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> I so love that you just said that because I don't yeah. know what that means, but so many people say it. And when they're yeah. like, Mercury is in retrograde. So there will be times when I'm like, I don't know, things are going wrong. Mercury must be in retrograde. And I yeah. don't know what it means. Well, I can tell you really quick if you want me that to. That would be awesome. That would okay, be awesome. so. You're like, so forget about releasing chakras. Yeah, like, we'll Let's just get back to the releasing pause, chakras. Time out. Mercury yeah. retrograde. Mercury retrograde. Okay, so Mercury is the planet that governs communication, right? So communication, technology, all of those things, just like this, right? Computers, email, um, even what we say, and maybe sometimes it's interpreted the wrong way. All of those things, um, when Mercury is in retrograde, it's not necessarily like guaranteed to go haywire, but it's often when it does. And all what that's meant to teach us is pause, reflect, slow down, and just recognize that like everything's going to be cool, you know? So people freak out when Mercury's in retrograde, but it, you don't really have to freak out. Just sort of know it and have an expectation. If things are going to mess up, that's fine. I have a backup plan. Now, you know, now hopefully that helps in retrograde. All right. So now now until February 21st, and then you're in the clear for a little bit. February 21st. Yeah. We got about three weeks of it. Yeah. Uh, Well, you've got, so, okay. Sacral chakra, the one to release. That's the one, Kate, that's the one when you say Elon Musk, that's where you feel it. When you're like, Elon Musk is in a room. That's where no. you feel it. That's your sacral <laughs> chakra. That's she did not kind feeling. of excited about that. That's, yeah, she got really excited about that. I get that. excited about a lot of things, though. So that's not... You got an active, active, active... Chakra. chakra. Yeah, go <laughs> so oh. when, So how do you release, like, when that... If you... 
if you are in that state of like, you're trying to get in that flow, but it's just not. You're yeah. Not how do you, there. how do you release it? If you're, yeah. If you're, if you're stuck, how do you unblock it? Can you, okay, well, I so, guess, can you do it yourself or do I have to do Reiki? No, you can. I mean, I think that, you know, working with somebody to do some energy healing is never a bad idea. Um, and you know, it also works distance as well. You don't, don't have to be in the room with somebody. Um, it's like pure magic how that works, but I promise you it does. Most of the work I do with people is distance. So, um, so you can, you can do it like do it this, like on zoom. Yeah. I don't even have to be on zoom. I can still connect with you. Remember it's energy, right? No, <laughs> we can get in the same field. Yeah, it's true. It's really it's, Yeah. Sometimes the sessions are really mind blowing. Um, anyway, <laughs> some of that's another story for another time, but yeah, it's very cool. And, um, can, especially right now, right during the pandemic, it's, it's hard to do those one-on-one treatments. So it's a really great way to, um, you know, still get the treatments, but you don't have to go, you know, to an office or go to somebody to, to get it done. Um, but there's plenty you can do on your own. And some of my favorite best practices, I would say for really unleashing, not necessarily, well, it is the energy, but really like unleashing your own creative power. Um, I think one of the greatest ways to do it is get bored. Let yourself get bored. Boredom is an invitation to create. That's just what it is, right? So anytime that you're feeling blocked or you just can't tap into it, right? Let yourself get bored. Just turn everything off and see what comes up for you. I mean, you might find, figure out a new way to organize your closet that makes you more efficient in the morning right? You might find a new path that lets you see something. You may discover a new passion that you were just finally still enough to let rise within you. I think that this is one of the most important ways. And I worry that A, we don't do this enough because when we sit with ourselves for 30 seconds, we all are just whoop, scroll, 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 right? Yep. And especially the younger people, the kids, I see it in my kids. I see, you know, it's like, Every, like our brains are becoming so attuned to that, like instant gratification of having something to chew on, right. That we're not letting ourselves get bored, but it's in that quiet space with ourselves that our creativity really exists. And if we don't turn all that stuff off, sometimes we're not going to be able to hear it. So that's my number one best practice is boredom Mm -hmm. is an invitation to create. So turn it off, let yourself get bored and be amazed at what happens. I love, I love that so much. I'm like looking at Sean because I know he's like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) do that. No, no, I totally agree. Well, and in the context of it unblocking, it's um, what I love that you, that you said is instead of what's the right way to put this. Um, you know, like when a, a hose uh, gets kinked or you intentionally yeah. kink a hose to trick your brother so that he thinks there's <laughs> no water coming out of it yeah. and then and then take him out. Um, it, instead of instead of you suggesting something where you'd be like shooting a jet through the hose or something like that to 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 unblock the, the energy or connect the electrons in a better way, you're just suggesting a way to unkink the hose, which is just remove the crap, like just remove the rocks right. and remove the pebbles and remove the stuff that's yeah. in there by 
by letting it like by letting it go downstream. Just get bored. Just sure. just sit there and yeah. let the and then let the water f- flow through so that you can unblock whatever it is that's going on. Um, I love that. Well, I love that. That's what you said. Thank you. I and I love that you you brought it back. You brought your analogy back to water too, because creativity is very much like water. It has a natural ebb and flow to it, right? It doesn't always have to be. Our our, our culture is so demanding of everything being like full force all the time, but that's not naturally how we're built, any of us. And that's certainly not how creativity flows. We all have moments where if we are just on fire and we've got it and the ideas and just everything is coming. And that's naturally going to be met with a time of like rest and recovery. Right. Mm. And we have to allow space for that too. You know, so if you're in one of those like rest and recovery states and you're interpreting it as a blocked state, that also is like, you're not looking at it correctly, right? You have to let yourself have that, you know, that ebb and flow as well. So I love that you, you brought that back to water because it's a perfect analogy for creativity. Yeah. There's a, uh, uh, another analogy of, um, from again, I think it's probably from Alan Watts or it's from the Tao or the Tao Te Ching or something like that, where, um, it's the difference between faith and belief. And belief being the thing that you're going to cling on to no matter what. So, so the world is going to be this way. No matter what, this is what the world's going to be. So when you, when you brought that up about being able to sit still, and Kate and I have talked about this a lot because we both have a hard time just sitting there. Because I'll, I'll, I'll say, oh, I've got, to, I've got to sketch. I've got to draw. I've got to do something creative. Or I've, I've got to read this book so that this book can... And so even things that I think should be relaxing me... Instead, I'm watching a I'm watching a movie, but I'm watching The Gold Rush, Charlie Chaplin, or something to mm-hmm. try to be cool or whatever it is. But but what I like is then faith. Faith is the this idea of like no matter what's going to happen in the future, like I'm going to be cool with it, and so I'm going to be able to keep going with that. And the analogy is a, like a crustacean or a, an animal clinging to the bottom of a a stream or a river. And it clings onto the bottom of the river and the river rushes over the top of it continually. And they're like, no, I have to stay here. This is my only safe place. This is the way I do things. Um, and slowly the water will just peel its skin off, will tear it to pieces because it's clinging down to the water. But the second it lets go and then flows, um, they go to, you go downstream. That's the way that it works. That's the way we work. So when you mention that ebb and flow and the way that that happens, it's a hard, it's a good reminder for me because I get, I get into it where I want to force stuff still, even though I know it never, ever, ever works. Yeah. We're all, we're all guilty of it. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question about the chakras and how they all, <laughs> well, well, we're talking about creativity and chakras. And no, no, I'm, no. I thought, I, liked, I thought for sure you were going to hit candles. And so when I saw you make them <laughs> you make like these hand gestures yeah the universal sign for chakras because chakras yeah. they go from here to here so i'm very i use my hands a lot when i talk obviously i do too um, okay <laughs> right yeah. and so i'm curious if the if creativity is kind of like coming from what's the chakra called the second the sacral chakra the sacral chakra but then yep. you talked about like the 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 voice it's not the voice chakra, but the one yeah, that controls the voice. And then the crown, yeah. it's yeah. like 
how do those all work together? Because I'm thinking as you're building on your creativity, maybe your creativity is like in the form of singing or po- or, or poetry sure. or whatever. And then right. how do you get out of your head? Like, how do they all play together? Yeah, well, that's a good question. And I mean, and, and honestly, it's something that that you almost had it right there, like breaking it down yourself, right? Because they're all connected, right? And you want a nice, even balanced flow between you. Because certainly if you're a singer or some, you know, and that's where your, um, you know, your primary form of creative expression, although I'm sure that there are many others as well. um, Yeah, you want that to be nice and open and balanced and obviously everything else in between, right? You'll have your, your heart, that has to be good. You've got your solar plexus, which is right in the center. Um, and that's like your, that's like your, your true authentic spirit. That's your confidence. That's your drive, like all of that. So it makes sense too, that that's like right in the center of your body, you know, and right above where your sacral chakra is. So it's like, it's all coming up and it's all flowing up and it's all flowing, you know, it's like a back and forth. It's like a channel coming through Mm. you. Um, you know, and your root being really important because that's what keeps you stable and grounded. Someone has a lot of fear and anxiety. Um, and then that's going to show up. That's like an imbalance, imbalanced root chakra, right? They're not grounded. They're not feeling safe and stable and secure. So if you don't have that too, that's also going to affect how you're going to be able to creatively express yourself. Right. So they all do kind of work together in that regard. Yeah. As soon as you said the unstable root chakra, I raised my hand. Um, <laughs> Are you feeling so, that? I know that's well, because <laughs> I can get, I can get like frenetic on things and, sure. and then it feels like I'm flighty and going different places. And instead yeah. of being grounded, it's mm-hmm. just like pff, all over the place. And I have to be grounded in order to actually deliver on something um, sure. that I'm working on to be in that space. Um, yeah. I had a question. What's the, what's the, what's the middle eye? The third eye. Yeah. The third eye. Yeah. So that's, that's a really important one. And actually I was going to touch on that in a minute anyway, because, um, you know, one of the things that I was going to say when we were talking about getting, letting yourself get bored and kind of seeing what comes up and what comes, comes through for you, um, a big piece, that's your intuition. We're really talking about, you know, that's your third eye, right? That's your intuition. So when you're seeing, um, when you're letting yourself be quiet, you're listening to what comes up inside of you, what comes up in your heart of like, oh, what, what should I do today or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or how do I move forward? Or should I do this? Or should I not do this? Or whatever the question is, um, you know, that's your intuition. That's where you need to listen to yourself. Now, your intuition is also very closely connected to your crown, which is your connection to the divine, your connection to your higher self, to divine, to God, whatever it is that you want to call it. That's your direct line. Right. And also very close. And so I always tell people, um, not specifically related to creativity, but um, I mean, certainly you, you could do that as well, but your, your truth, right? Your messages from your higher self, your truth, what's really in your heart, in you, that's not going to scream at you. I call it the heart whisper, right? It comes through as a whisper, which is another reason it's so important to just slow down and shut up sometimes <laughs> so that you know 
what really is true for you. Because the, the most important piece of creativity, I think, is that it's what's true for you. The way you do it and the way I do it is going to be totally different. That's okay. That's what makes it work. And that's what makes it amazing, right? Um, that's why I think another best practice for um, you know unleashing your creativity is connecting to play. Let yourself just play. Whether it's by yourself, whether it's with friends, family, it's like, in whatever way that feels good to you, it's go your own way, you know? And again, that's tapping into that intuition. That's letting your creativity, that's being safe in, in your body and in your energy. It's all related to each other. Uh, I love that so much. Cause that's what we talk about so much is that idea of what is it that you love to do? Like what brings you joy? What lights you up? What makes you feel like you're in that state of flow? Like let yourself dance, let yourself yeah. sing, let yourself cook or do whatever. Yep. And, and to, to Sean's point, just going back, I think a lot of us get that sense of anxiety around. We always have to be busy. We have to be busy and productive and doing something. And, and, but like just that, that idea of giving ourselves permission to just chill and do something mm -hmm. that just feels good and just give yourself time and don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel right. bad about it. Like it's, you're meant to do those. Like what I, I love the idea of just being a little bit more intentional about listening to your intuition. And if you feel like you should take a break, take a break. And if you feel like you want to take a writing class, take a writing class <laughs> for the fun of it. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, if that's fun for you. I mean, some people's idea of creativity is like, how else can I rearrange this spreadsheet? Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare to me, but that is being creative. I mean, Absolutely. you know, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. so meditation uh, is, is a great practice too. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something I think everybody should do for, for lots and lots of reasons, but, you know, even just talking about, um, you know, staying inspired and, and letting your creativity come out. I mean, developing a meditation practice benefits that amongst many, many other things too. Yeah. Um, and there's also crystals that you can use if you're somebody who likes to work with crystals um, that you could either incorporate into your meditation practice or wear them like on a bracelet or something, um, stick them in your pocket, keep a big chunk of something on your desk or wherever you like to work. Um, some good crystals for creativity are like carnelian, orange, calcite citrine those are all good ones for that plus they look pretty so if you want a big one sitting on your desk it's like you're killing two birds with one stone right you're, you're keeping yeah. your, your energy at the right vibration and also it looks pretty <laughs> do you have uh, do you have do you have any with you now do you wear it do you wear any I do. I don't have those particular ones, but I do have, I just took them off because sometimes when I talk with my hands, they clank together, but, yeah. um, but I do often wear these bracelets and I love them because they're, they're pretty, they're nice. They kind of, you know, you wear them until they break, so to speak, then you don't need them anymore. Right. Um, although I don't want to lose the beads cause they're cool and I'll still use them, <laughs> but yeah, but I think that's a great way to, to do incorporate that if, you know, there's always more ways than one though. Yeah. What what I love is it, it really is, okay, one thing I've noticed and it's related to what you said is that when I think the name of this, the name of the podcast, the community is Create For No Reason and that's not entirely accurate. Um, I mean, obviously you're creating for a point or a reason. It's sure. just redefining what that reason is or what success is. Um, and in a certain sense, 
it's like creating without thinking whether there's going to be success or not. Cause then that's where the anxiety comes from. You're not present. You're thinking I need to do this to be famous or rich or cool or successful, like whatever it is, instead of just what meditation does for me is that, that being in the moment, noticing what's going on around me, this, and the truth is, this is all that exists is right now doing a podcast with Sarah, talking to Kate, talking about crystals. This is all we got (laughs) right now. This is it. Um, And being able to notice and a creative practice or doing something that's play also makes you present. And that's, what's so wonderful about it uh, because then you don't have to, uh, you don't have to live in one, one try to live in one space or the other. And that's where my, you know, that's where a lot of people's root chakra will get out of, get out of whack is this idea that I'm constantly trying to pull myself into the future or I'm taught, I'm constantly thinking future tripping, like what's going to be next. What's going to be next. Am I going to be successful? Am I not going to be successful? And that's, um, that's, that's something I just, I have to avoid. I love that you brought up meditation as part of that and, um, yeah. and play because both of those things make you presence a heavy word, but for other people just notice what's happening right now. They, you know, that's the big thing. That's the big thing. And that is really hard for people, you know, I mean, being in the present, you're like, okay, what does that mean? You know, (laughs) I mean, I mean, really though it is, but you're right though. It's when you do some of those activities like, like meditation or or play or, you know, whatever it is, it could be cooking dinner. Um, you know, that's (laughs) keeping you in, in the present moment. And that really is truly all that, all that matters. Yeah. That's why cooking so great is you have to I finish. Know. I love it. Well, if you're going to eat, you have to finish. <laughs> yeah. So like this is happening right now. It's not going to go on for eight hours yeah. unless you're super fancy. Yeah. That's one of my favorite creative outlets. I love to play in the kitchen and be like, okay, what do we have in here? What can we make with this? Like it's going to be awesome or it's going to be awful, but we're going to just do it. <laughs> and it's usually oh pretty God. good. You know. I love that. Yeah. Well, what's so, next for you? What are the other things that you're going to be kind of doing next and playing with next? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, I I love where I'm at right now. I love what, what I'm doing right now. And it's been great to, um, you know, working with people on the energy side is really fulfilling for me. Um, I, I know it's it's helpful for them as well, but it's fulfilling for, for me to be able to do that. And, um, and then I still have my other... Mm-hmm. And I think you can access that. For, and I tell people, for me, it's poetry. For me, it's writing. But like, maybe that's not it. And how can you access that? So instead of being like, do it my way, it's like, what works for you? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much because that is exactly, yes, people need to figure out what it is that they mm-hmm. do that finds that that brings that joy to their life and just fulfills them in a way that other things don't. And so whatever Mm -hmm. that is, you just have to find it, know it. And then that's the tool. That's the tool that you can go to whenever you need it. So identifying it is really important. So flows, we, we always ask, well, we don't, we just started asking always. (laughs) We started asking our guests (laughs) to share an exercise that is very quick. What did we say? Like less than five minutes, like five minutes or less, five minutes or less an exercise that we can post in the group that people can do and share that would be fun and creative. It could be a writing prompt. It could be something that opens up that, uh, that gateway you're talking about, like tunes the frequency to the uh, higher self. Right. Or, even if it's just a little bit. Um, 
you have any kind of an exercise that takes, you know, like five minutes that you would recommend? Yeah, I love that this is catching me off guard. It's great. <laughs> I know. I told Sean, I was like, maybe I should, we should probably <laughs> a- tell the guests we're going to ask them this, but hey, it's fun. You, no, I love them. it. It's incur- like, I think for me, it's bringing up what's important in my life right now. And what it's making me think is take your notebook, sort of like Mary Oliver style, go out. I like to walk around barefoot. Like I, I don't want to like encourage doing something that doesn't feel safe for everyone. But um, when I take my neighborhood walks during midday, I go barefoot. I like to feel the feeling of the grass, the hot, <laughs> the hot street on my feet. Um, there's a little park nearby with like red dirt. I love going there and just getting my feet all dirty. Um, so I would encourage like getting out in the sun, or you can do it at night if you. <laughs> <laughs> or you're taking notes. Or something. What not to do when speaking (laughs) about, yeah, put everything else together. No. Yeah. We would love for you to also join our Facebook community over on Facebook. Wouldn't that be funny if I said, go join our Facebook community over on Instagram. (laughs) That would be amazing. In fact, let's just say that and see if people figure it out. Hey, if you go on to Instagram, it's this new website that has lots of pictures on it. You can find us on there. No, sincerely, uh, we really love it. We love uh, our community. We love the people that are creating, making things, and um, just noticing the effects that it has in their life when they when they take something that might scare them or they work on something that can be frustrating and they plow through and they keep doing it because because uh, they're doing it for themselves instead of you know for for fame or fortune or whatever. They're doing it in their mind for no reason, but there's a very, very big, important reason. And the reason why we do this too is it's it's deeper than just the traditional measurements of success. So, all right. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Goodbye. workshop together like i pictured it in my head i was like when things are open back up we're gonna do this yeah yes absolutely. oh I'm, and then that means sean yeah. has to come to florida oh yeah or yeah. Hey, you'll go out to california and meet us somewhere in the middle where are you sean oh yeah he's in arizona i'm in arizona oh. i'm in phoenix yeah so he's out west you gotta you gotta you gotta come go out, out west out. You have to, right, you have to ride that long airplane. I'm just, that was me wishing that float that flows was staying in Florida longer than she, <laughs> than she is. Cause she keeps postponing going back. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe she'll stay. <laughs> I feel like right I'm going to be bi-coastal. It's, yeah, you should. That's a good, yeah. Yes. It's like you're a snowbird, but it's not called a snowbird. Reverse snowbird. <laughs> yeah. Reverse you get both snowbird. good weather on both sides. <laughs> Flo's, you're All the right. best. Thank you so much for chat for, for chatting with us. You're welcome. We Thank you, Kate. It. So nice to meet you, Sean. Your face yeah. is so awesome. I feel like I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> you have welcoming energy about you. I can feel well, it from a computer screen. Right on. That's 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 great. Ditto. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> Thank you. Right on. All right. Cool. We'll talk to you later. All talk right. Bye, Flo's. Bye, Kate. Oh, do you not love her so much? Yeah, of course I do. I, that's, yeah, that's, um, I'm sorry. I think we talked an awful lot and you, you, I don't know if we shut you out or if I over, 
I there was one I point where I could see happen. Your, I could see your face, and uh, you didn't look sad. Uh, no. But I I saw you and I thought, oh no, Sean, you got to shut up now. What? Uh, no, I love listening to you. I I really enjoy listening to flows, and I enjoy listening to you talk about writing and. Like I said, I wanted to connect you guys. And then I thought, hey, why don't we just have her on the podcast? Because she'll provide lots of value and help people with their creative process. Yeah, she was amazing. It was really, really great. Well, I think, or I mean, we'll continue to talk about this type of stuff. And I know I keep going back to writing, but I like what she said. Writing happens to be one of my default modes on making that connection and something that I'll do with out any regard or thinking that it's going to lead to anything or money or success or, fa- or whatever it is. Although, I mean, I, I, I would like to publish, but I've got, you know, a million words nobody's ever going to see. And it happens to be one of those outlets or my creative practice, but everybody else has something. They have a creative practice. They have something that they enjoy doing just for the sake of doing it. And um, something that, that actually makes something, um, that could be dancing because you're making something in that sense, but you know, just, just finding that and developing a creative practice that you come back to is just as healthy as meditating as doing yoga as grounding your root chakra, whatever it is. It's just as healthy as those types of things. So I love talking to her and sort of having somebody else reiterate that with, with me is always uh, inspiring, always really helpful. Uh, create for no reason facebook group easy to find uh and it's really easy to get in like we gave like (laughs) we make you answer questions but it's it's easy to get in so just you'll see it's not like auditioning yeah yeah you do have to answer some questions though because we have to know what's up we need to yeah do you like to make stuff do you like to create stuff do you care about this for no reason for no right for no reason and th- and uh, uh, and of course, as usual, I mean, hey, you know, if you like the show, if you've listened for this all the way through this episode and you haven't yet reviewed or shared it, then we would love for you to do that because it helps us with the show and it helps us it helps us to create this podcast. Yeah. Share it. Make Tommy Kern famous. It'll yes. him. Like, Make it'll him just... famous and call him an artist. That's right. And talk to him about his selfies. The famous artist. <laughs> tell him you love his selfies. <laughs> Call him an artist and tell him you love his selfies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Kay. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>